Thank you for downloading Fearless in Devotion, a podcast all about Wrexham AFC. Here they come, our mighty champions, raise your voices to the anthem, marching with our mighty army, Wrexham is the name, Fearless in Devotion. Christ on all, this is Fearless in Devotion, sponsored by the Fat Boar Bar and Restaurant, who are reminding people to book their tables for the start of the Six Nations on the weekend. We all love rugby, don't we? Andy, what no. are you going to be doing? No? No. You're not, you're not cancelling all your Saturday plans to watch Wales? No, it's fat people rolling over. Well, you're here to hear first. Unbelievable. Anyway, on to not fat people rolling over, but football. Um, a mixed week this week. Uh, but before we talk about all that, let's... We think when we're recording this, about half past nine at the end of the transfer window, we think our business is done. It Tim, is done. It, it is. is done. You hear it here first. And bear in mind, you'll be hearing this after the transfer window's closed. It doesn't matter. However, the business was done now. Tim, tell us, what the, what are the headline, you know, take us through the whole sort of window. The whole window, this time last week, we managed to sna- oh, snare Ollie Palmer from AFC Wimbledon for 300 grand and a little bit more, depending on who you believe. Um, so, yeah, great to have a striker of his calibre up front, mm-hmm. especially when uh, Mr Mullin gets sent off for X amount of games now, but we'll come to that in a bit. Mm. And then came Callum McFadzine, Fad, Fadzine? Yeah, that's the way of saying Callum McFadzine from Crew. I think he had his contract terminated by mutual consent, if I think, off the top of my head. Um, so he's come in. And now, today, at the time of recording this, on the, the, the eve or the final day of the January transfer window, we have managed to get the midfielder or any midfielder that we've been craving for a while. Tom O'Connor has come from Burton Albion. Three and a half year deal. He's only 22. So we've got him at a really good time. He's only going to get better and better. And yeah, Republic of Ireland, the 21 international, looking good. We've signed the midfielder. Now we're going to win the league when it score 110 points, aren't we? Isn't that just a guaranteed, Andy? Is he a midfielder? I thought he was a, a left-sided central defender. We'll probably play him on the left side of central defence. Um, look, no. <laughs> he, that's what he came through his ranks as. Burton have used him in midfield. He's played 20 games for them. He scored one in four, which is an amazing, um, amazing record for someone who plays defensive mid. Deb gutted to lose him. I mean, I did have a try to have a good look on their message boards. There's one message about it. So they're either pretty coy <laughs> about it or they ain't got much of a message board. Um, but, you know, looking on Twitter, they're gutted to lose him. They think he was a, a star in, in the making. We've got a star in the making. It reminds me, I used to play Championship Manager about, I don't know, 10 years ago, and I used to cheat quite a lot. I used to be Rex and give myself 10, 20 million, and I used to cream off the best players from the best young players from a couple of leagues above. I <laughs> might want to rephrase that. <laughs> <laughs> cream it off, not cream over. <laughs> And, and now, now we're playing championship. My championship manager save in in reality. It's like cheat mode. Great. Long may it continue. Liam, looking at it as a whole, pretty decent transfer window, I think. 
Uh, I think we've got the uh, cream of the crop, to be honest. Um, yeah, it was. It took a bit of time to get going the the transfer window, but I think when it did, we've really got the quality there. I mean, I'll be honest. I, when I saw the the amount the fee that we were paying and the length of the contract for Ollie Palmer, I was a bit surprised, to be honest, for a thirty one year old. But then, having seen him on the Tuesday night, you could see why why Parkinson's brought him in. A big, strong striker you would not like to play against whatsoever him and Mullen if they ever managed to get um a full game together um and then yeah I, was, I think I was a bit on the fence about McFadzian but then I so was I about Harry Lennon who's turned out to be one of our best signings in the summer and getting a midfielder in just just caps it all off I think that's what everyone's been waiting for since well I'd say since January the 1st but since way before that so left-footed midfielder yeah, let's hope we really crack on from here. On for, onwards from transfers, uh, a mixed week this week, a really good, solid win midweek against Grimsby, about which we'll be hearing from goalkeeper Christian Dibble later on in the podcast. But then that last-minute equaliser uh, from Maidenhead on the weekend, plus the knowledge that we're probably losing Mulling for, Mulling for what, four games now? Following his red card, uh, a proper mixed week. Andy, you know, the, the highs and lows of a Wrexham fan, I suppose. I mean, he's going to have missed seven games for for violent conduct, all against Maidenhead. I mean, it's a bit, it's a, it's a. He must really hate Maidenhead. I mean, I know it's yeah. Theresa May's constituency, but how anti-Tory is this fella? <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, it, it's disappointing because he's your marquee. You want him to to forge uh, a relationship and a and a partnership with Ollie Palmer. It's not going to happen for the next three to four games, four games possibly. But look, you know. Carved out a nervy 1-0 against Grimsby. We needed that. Um, by all accounts, Maidenhead was a good... A, I wasn't there, but it was a, a good performance by 10 men. I mean, you know, Tim and Liam can tell us a bit more about that. But I'm interested to see how McAlinden's doing on, on the left-hand side. You know, we, we've got rid of two left-footed defenders in the uh, in the transfer window, in record, and now Cam Green. So... There's not a lot of backup there if he doesn't think that McAlinden's going to be more of a long-term solution there. Yeah, I mean, does it? He's definitely definitely looks he looks a bit more excitable in that position. To be honest, he's not not afraid of going forward and he proper attacks the ball. He's fast, he tracks back well. Uh, does he do it enough over the course of the game? Not too sure, but from you know for the from the last two games, he looks. He looks like it could be the position for him. I think he, he's really got to start sort of nailing down a spot now because he spent more time out out the side than in it. So now it seems like a good time as any to, to try and nail down that position, really. So, yeah, I think Macklin will keep it blocked for Saturday. But, yeah, watch his space. Well, there's, there's, there's competition there, isn't there? So Yeah, I'd have thought that's, that's where Parkinson signed McFadden to play. Yeah. So that'll be an interesting one to follow. Um Right then, last Tuesday, um, as I say, we beat Grimsby relatively comfortably. Tim hosted a post-match Twitter space, as the kids are calling it, and our goalkeeper, Christian Dibble, joined. And here's uh, that conversation with Tim. Good win tonight, eh? 
It was. Tell us about your about your silent assassin top cat who, who sat there not willing to speak. You, I mean, it, from from a, a sub goalkeeper point of view, it's kind of like you, you're clearly a good mate. You push each other. I spoke to your dad the other week, and he's obviously singing your praises as well. What did you make of those saves today? Ridiculous. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah, he's you know he he always does 110 percent. Only when he's in the goal, he's Mister Reliable. You know. Um, we're good friends and we all, we always push each other all the time. But you know he's he always there for the team and we've won one nil and we've got another three points, haven't we? And we're pushing up the league. That's all we that's all we want to to be as high it's as we can. It's within touching distance now that top spot and it's it's kind of it's opened up, hasn't it? It's opened up. You look at the league. I mean, do, do the do you and the players take that much notice or is it a case of you look at it as and when or I suppose I suppose the temptations. There, isn't it? To say, well, yeah, we've had a decent win. Let's let's just have a little look where we are. Is is that something yeah. that's common practice? Or I think it's hard to to look at it at the moment. You know, teams have got two in hand and all, and another team's got what played one more. You still got nearly half a season left to play, aren't you? You just need to pick up the results. Uh, you know, games like tonight. I said it to Dave Jones before the game. Said there's probably one goal in this tonight, and yeah. fortunately, well, it was us, wasn't it? We come out on top, but we we owed them one from when we played them at home because I didn't think we did too badly when we played them at their place. But you know, obviously we come out on top, and as you said before, we rob. He don't like to talk that much, does he? <laughs> no, he doesn't. Well, you say that, but on the pitch, he's bloody. I think I saw him several times running out of his box today, berating the ref, and quite rightly because there was a couple of decisions where thinking, well, no, that's definitely our throw in. Yeah. And the line, how the linesman and the referee are not making these decisions when yeah. it's clear and obvious to the rest of us, you know, it's easy for us yeah. to do. But yeah, I mean, he likes to he likes to run out and make his point known, <laughs> yeah. just on the edge without not getting a book in. But um, what I was the I was the uh, the new guy, obviously settled in with a cheeky debut goal. Is it? Is he? Is he? It's kind of been a whirlwind thing. He's come in. Did, did, did he meet the players yesterday, or when was the first time you uh, got to meet? To be fair, we only met him today. So, really? Yeah, we met him today. So obviously, yeah, he's come in and scored. He's, he's done his job as a smart striker, but obviously, <laughs> balls on Saturday scores an unbelievable goal to get back into the game, and we weren't great first half, were we? And then you know, you're not always going to play fantastically every game, but sometimes you just got to dig deep. Yeah. Big lad as well. Big lad. Yeah, he is big lad. Yeah, he's just as, nearly as big as me. In terms of stature, you've got you, Aaron Hayden. Oh, toes is quite big as well. Christ, who's the biggest? Like, like just in terms of brutish. I mean, that we were just discussing it a minute ago. That we've got a team of absolute colossals now. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. To be fair. I, I don't know actually it's a, it's a tough one uh, he's, Aaron Hayden's a big lad big strong Absolutely. physical lad yeah terrifying terrifying yeah it, you know what this league's about they're like you, you get the big lads in the boxes for set pieces and you're you're going to win a, a lot of games from set pieces aren't your headers especially I know we haven't scored much of them but they do count up during the season yeah, no, very, very true. But I thought we were, I thought we were pretty solid today. I know we've mentioned Rob Sainz, but I thought generally we worked pretty well as a unit. I think everybody worked hard for each other, which was never in doubt anyway. But I just thought, I don't know, I just, I just thought the energy levels were were good. 
I mean, I, I didn't go Saturday, but a few people said that first half at Yeovil was a little bit sketchy and then the second half was much better. Do things like overnight stocks, long journeys come into play or in, in a different way than what it is to a straightforward Tuesday night match? Or, or is it neither here nor there, do you uh, think? Yeah, I don't know. Like We've talked about this in the way, I mean, I think a few of the lads like to be obviously when you got to stay over the night before you got to do it haven't you but I think a lot of the lads like to prepare in their own house and their own bed and you know obviously pick up noodles and stuff through the year and people who don't who sleep in hotel beds don't get the best of sleep but it's stuff you got to deal with, with the job I mean we, we always do professionally travel on a Friday if we play down south or up north or so we do all right, but it just depends on the player, really. I never have trouble sleeping in hotels. Sometimes I like it, a bit of different scenery, isn't it? But it is what it is, isn't it? Who's in charge of the fines? Uh, this this year, it is ben, uh, Aaron Hayden and Ben Toza. I can so, understand why. <laughs> yeah, so what you're talking about, were you talking about the wheel and the change rooms? I think, yeah, Nathan was was talking about it. So t- give us an idea of what that's about. So, so that was, it's, we haven't used that this year. So what happened is the past few years, obviously, when Sean Pearson was here and uh, as Captain Jay Harris back last year. So what we did, we obviously, we'd get, we'd get fined through the season and when we're out on our Christmas do, we'd, uh, that, fit, that wheel, it would have like, so the, fi- the fines you get through the month, an individual player would spin the wheel, so it would have a minus, you'd either double your uh, fine or you'd you'd pay less. So you just spin the wheel. So we tried to make more money for what Christmas do, do you know what I mean? <laughs> so you'd, you'd get fined for no flip-flops in the shower or dirty boots, dirty kit leaving no, the bottles on the training ground, all that stuff. So it was just to generate a bit more money. So when we when we went out, but obviously last year, we this year, last year, we didn't have a Christmas day, obviously, because of COVID. Yeah, yeah. So it's been a bit of a nightmare, but everyone ended up getting COVID anyway. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been a weird old um, stop. Yeah. But it was good to have the fans. I thought the fans tonight, the last thing I said, I think the fans tonight were magnificent. Yeah, yeah I, we, we, we said that before, is that it kind of felt more like a, a carnival atmosphere, for want of a better phrase. It was just non-stop from start to finish. It's been documented that, you know, most of our most of our run-in now, there's home advantage, I think, for seven or eight games left we've got at home. Yeah. It's a big deal, that. That, yeah. that, can, that can make all the difference, can't it? And of course it can, yeah. Surely the players must buzz off, off the fact that if, if, that, if, if, if that ground gets behind you from the start, and, you know, can overlook the odd straight pass and stuff because, you know, let's remember, it's the fifth division, it's not the championship. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's going to be a reasonable expectation level that there are going to be mistakes and there are going to be little setbacks. But I thought tonight that any any moans or gripes or groans about anything was kept in-house. Never really heard anybody overtly whinge about anything, anything really. It was just kind of a case of... Everybody was on board and, and kind of behind it and, and, and exercised a bit more patience than maybe there had been previously. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was absolutely fantastic tonight, honestly. Like, sitting on the bench, the atmosphere was unbelievable. And you won't know how much it, it helps the team when you're playing at home, having, you know, fans behind you singing. It, it just gives you that extra 10%. It really, really does. Obviously, I know I haven't played much this year, but when I've played before, 
and hearing the fans and it just it, when you're at home it's just just gives you that extra 10 percent like i said but it's it was brilliant tonight and it really helped us through Aren't you one of our longest serving players now? We were speaking with your old man the other week. I'm, I'm pretty sure you must be. Is it 2017? Yeah, I think, I, yeah, I, think I am now, yeah. Five years, really? five seasons this year, yeah. Where has the time gone? <laughs> I know, yeah. How quick has it gone? It's gone. <laughs> it's mental. We've got, hopefully, we're getting through the uh, the bad days and and hopefully it's going to be a good year for us and we'll be in the, in the Football League next year. I remember watching my old man playing. Yeah. Yeah. When they're in the Football League and I remember sitting just on to the right of the dugout for the race course and I remember when the Nets weren't square, they were back when, what is it, when, when the, the Nets weren't square, it was great, but, you know. There, there has to be some pictures of you somewhere, a youthful Christian <laughs> Yeah, there's got to be some, yeah. <laughs> but it's obviously that's what my dad said when I first time I remember him said, the, the league club, go there. League clubs are going to be destined to be back in the football league, and, they, they, and I'm still here, so I've enjoyed every minute of it. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, you, 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 by your own admission, you've had your own little setbacks now and again, like like yeah. any good an, ex, an exposed part of the pitch. I think midfield sometimes gets a little bit overlooked, and it's, if strikers expect to score goals, and if you're missing, you're missing, you're missing, then you know you get castigated, you make a mistake in goal, yeah. and you get castigated. It's a tough one, yeah, clearly you're doing something right. And I, I can't remember who said it, or maybe, I'm, maybe I'm, I've got it slightly wrong, but the whole thing when Les Reed came in, I think I think some of your stats were up there, or you were highly regarded as one of the players to to be kept and stick around and so on and so forth. So you must still be enjoying your time there, irrespective of, of a lack of, of game time. Yeah, of course. I'm a, you know, I'm, I'm not a bone, I'm not a winger. Uh, about the last 110%, you know, I'm more on the same cause as everyone else. You know, I said before, I'll say it again, everyone has ups and downs, it happens, it's football. And it's just how you bounce back from the setbacks. And if you can't do that, then you're in the wrong job. How's uh, how's working under the uh, under the goalkeeping coach? I know you've had, we've had UC and stuff in the past, but how, how is it with uh, with this fella? Yeah, Lee's brilliant, yeah. (laughs) The character Yeah, he's a, he's a character and it made me laugh yesterday when I watched that video of his handshake. I don't know if you've seen it, but <laughs> it's absolutely brilliant. Nath's done a gif of it. Um, <laughs> is that something he just does? Is that part of him? That's just Lee every day. His handshake is probably the, one of the hardest handshakes I've ever received in, a fo- in football. Wow, solid. So you're yeah. going to make, break your hands. I'm not sure if you're much of a goalkeeping coach if he's going to be breaking goalkeeper's hands. <laughs> it's, it's just a, that's just his characteristic. He, he's, he's, just always, like he's always happy. He's always he happy. Is, he is always happy. He, he loves his job. He's he just like as well. Yeah, but I mean, it's nice when you've got you kind of like you got Park, who's fairly game facing, sensible, and tells it how it is, and you've got. Lee, who's I imagine, I imagine he smiles in his sleep. You know, he's just, <laughs> yeah, one of people that's like like a like a like a five year old child trapped in a man's body. Yeah. It's like, what he's like. Yeah, he's good. He's he always he, he puts a smile on our faces when we go in. But we uh we play two touch in the morning and before games. I don't know if you've seen, but we play for money as well. So right. I'm usually twenty quid a week down, just to losing two two touch. <laughs> Which isn't good. 
No, it's not. No. He, he, he's having your pants down there. He's, he's on. He's on two, isn't he? he yeah, he doesn't seem to be. He doesn't seem to be paying much, so he's either better than me, or we just don't play in him too much. No, you need to grasp the big arrow. Anyway, guys, I'll leave you to it. I'm going to get off to bed. Yeah, cheers for coming on, Christian. All the best. And you, mate. Take care. See you later. Bye bye. Thanks again to Christian for coming on. Tim, what did you make of um, the occasion? Because I, I think I, you know, we heard you saying there in that conversation that it seemed to, the atmosphere sort of took a, a step up on Tuesday. Yeah, Tuesday and, and it continued on Saturday. There just seemed to be, I think I used, almost like a carnival atmosphere. You just felt that, you know, we've started to flex our financial muscles properly now with the Palmer line and that that added an extra layer of excitement around around proceedings so it was ju- it was just nice there was less less obvious moans early doors you, you kind of just sense now that there's a bit of patience going on because we've crept up out of nowhere you know it wasn't that long ago we were all calling for Parkinson's head you know so early on into the season and now there seems you see people seem to see the jigsaw being put together quite nicely so there's, there's just more patience about it. People are, are not jumping on players back straight away because they know the quality is there now, so they're just waiting for that. Tim, shine can through. I ask one question? Has there been a Parky give us a wave chant yet? No. Because you know you've arrived when that comes in. No, no, there hasn't. Oh, but there's no there's no Parky chants there. I, and i got to say, half half time at Yeovil, the, the bloke next to me was calling for Parky to be sacked. But he was also yelling abuse at Luke Young, which led to a sort of... Is it your dad? It wasn't my dad, no. Uh, which, which led to a, a little bit of a spat in the crowd, um, which was quite entertaining. Um, but yeah, we haven't had a parky chant yet, have we? Tim, uh, Liam, why don't you lead that parky chant? That could be your job. Yeah, maybe I could get one. Oh, I was thinking of the Percy, the park keeper theme tune, trying to think how that goes. Um, going back to the atmosphere, though, it was that buzzing on Tuesday night that I didn't get to sleep until about one in the morning because I was still going on adrenaline. It's like a little kid after a after a party or something. I don't know. It was just it was really good, really good atmosphere, really feel good factor. Um, and like Tim said, it carried on into Saturday. We had the fearless in devotion uh, chant before the match. That worked pretty well. That was Tim's brainchild, wasn't it? Uh, well, yeah. I mean, I've, I imagine other people have kind of wanted it to happen. I just thought I'd float the idea by via Steve, the stadium announcer, and he said he'd try it out. I just thought it kind of works well um, at the kind of city stadium before Wales games. So I thought, why not? You know, the only thing that slightly p- uh, took away from it slightly, and it only just was, as we were singing it, the players were doing a warm up near near the, the restaurant stand, and then after they broke off their sort of quick warm up, they started applauding the fans, and that was whilst that chant was going on. So that was the only sort of slight minor thing, but. You know, I think it's... it's the players it's, just ruin everything. If yeah. any are listening to this, will you just, just behave and let the let the boys chant, man? Go and warm up down the other end in front of an empty cop. There we go, yeah. Right, anyway, uh, now anyone who was at the Yeovil game or has been on Twitter since then may have spotted that Wrexham has its latest celebrity fan. Uh, we managed to catch up with that new celebrity fan this week.
Actually, joining us on this week's podcast is a bit of a left field curveball kind of name, but it's one we're all very delighted to have. We've got Rob, we've got Ryan, we've got Robbins, that's Ted Robbins from Phoenix Knights fame, for those of you who don't know and is also a big Wrexham fan. And now we have ITV stellar weather girl, face of the stars, and so on and so forth, the mighty Ruth Dodsworth. Welcome to Fearless and Devotion, and welcome to the Madcap family that is Wrexham Association Football Club. How are you? Uh, well, oh my gosh. Uh, well, uh, first of all, thank you so very much um, for having me. Uh, what a family it is. It, I just feel, I, I'm so, I'm really, really honoured to be here and talking to you guys tonight, because it's just been the most um, bonkers couple of days, I think, is the only way I can put it. Um, it, it who knew that one little uh, tweet on social media and, and the whole world would, would just blow up? I've been um, on telly ITV for 25 years, and I think this is probably my biggest achievement so far. So um, I'm just really glad to be with you I really am. Thank you. <laughs> did did the, um, the, the reaction surprise you, stun you? Because I, I can't remember who it was now that said they thought they saw you at... I can't just tell me, was it Yeovil? I think it might have been Yeovil. I can't yeah, remember. Yeah, so, so it was it was Yeovil. Um, weekend just gone away game, obviously. Um, I mean, I, I should put all of this into context. I am married to what I can only describe as the world's biggest Wrexham fan. Um, my, my husband has been following Wrexham since he was about this big. And um, in fact, he's just sort of said, uh, I've been following Wrexham all my life. He's 56 years old and... Um, here I am on a podcast talking to you guys, which is something he, I think he really, really genuinely loved to be doing. Um, so yeah, so so basically uh, <laughs> the last couple of years, um, we've been going to Wrexham away games um, because I've I kind of dragged him, he is obviously a, a, a Wrexham boy, but I kind of dragged him down south. So we're, we're living just outside of Cardiff at the moment. And so if there's an away game, let me tell you, we are there. And I, I, I love it because he's just like, oh, they're playing so-and-so. And, so and, so and, so. and my whole diary now is just sort of, focused on Wrexham so obviously um we were in Yeovil a couple of days ago and uh, um well if you if you've seen the state of me because I I'm really bad this is a big big secret I'm really really bad with cold weather and so uh I wear more layers I look absolutely shocking and how anyone actually recognizes me is, is truly unbelievable and I'm always really worried <laughs> that kind of when people see you they're just going to be so disappointed because you never quite look, uh, let me tell you I do not look anywhere near as kind of polished shall I say as I maybe do on the telly so um yeah hats off to, to that guy he, he was just amazing and do you know what it, it's just been it's the world has literally exploded ever since <laughs> there, there are there are going to be loads of male Wrexham fans listening to this right now looking at their better house and going why don't you sort your Wrexham diary around games why can't we beg <laughs> <laughs> borrow and steal for a weekend away to Torquay or Weymouth or wherever far from yeah well there is a bit of caveat to this because I've kind of said okay well we'll go but let's make a weekend of it so he's kind of promised that we'll, we'll go and see a nice pub or something and we'll take me out for dinner so it kind of works both ways but do you know what I, and I never ever in a million years thought I'd say this because here in, in, in Cardiff in South Wales it's very much you know like you go to school here and everything's kind of rugby 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 yeah. And so um, it, it's kind of a very, as you know, different shaped ball. So I'm kind of learning all about the ways of football and, and Wrexham and 
um, it's, it's been a, a real learning curve, I have to say. But um, yeah, to, to wives, partners, girlfriends, family out there, all I can say is it's amazing. And I'm just, you know, I'm just loving every minute of it. I really am. Um, yeah, don't do it. Don't do it. Honestly, go. go. It's, it's, and do you know what, what I've come to realise is that it, it's like a family thing. Not only do I feel like part of the, the Wrexham family, but you go and the supporters. I mean, I've been to a couple of home, uh, home game, a couple of away games now. I've been to um, I've been to, uh, London. Well, I can't, can't even remember where I've been now. And what amazes me so much is just the atmosphere with the fans, the away fans. And um, there's no trouble. I mean, again, you know, going up in Cardiff, Cardiff, um, Cardiff and, uh, you know, as a journalist as well, sort of seeing kind of football. And, you know, I come from a bit of a, oh, gosh, you know, be careful, um, kind of Millwall was always a very sort of anxious, fractious thing. And um, this couldn't be further from all of that nonsense. It's it's family, it's lovely, it's the whole crap with the crap. It's just amazing. It really, really is. And okay, I don't know everything there is to know about football. In fact, I know pretty much one end to the other. And and I do now know the offside rule. Um, and it's a round ball, and we're the guys dressed like like this. Um you don't need to know. You don't actually have to be a footballer, but you just have to love it and love the crowd and be part of it. And it is, it's just family. Right. <laughs> uh, Ruth, are you, I'm also a South Wales based red. I'm based in Swansea. Yeah. And I was uh, going to say, we went, we went on a big bus last week. So you and your husband will have to join the South Wales Reds because we organise excursions to different uh, away venues. That's, that'll have to be a next step on, on your journey. Oh, I, do you know, I would love that. Please, 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 if we could come with you, that would be great. What, the, what are the stops like, though? Do you sort of stop on the way? Well, that uh, Saturday's to Yeovil was the biggest one that's ever been done. It was yeah. started in Cardigan, believe it or not, at 5 oh, to 6 a.m. And then oh, they stopped oh, at Carmarthen, Crosshands, uh, Hendy, Swansea, Pencoid, Cardiff was the last one. Outside the National Museum, 11 of them came on. Oh, my gosh. What, were you, what state were you all in when you got home? Bearing in mind, we won. <laughs> You know what? We weren't too bad. It was it was a good atmosphere. There was some singing on the on the bus home, and uh, it was it was a long day. But no, good good atmosphere. Good atmosphere. <laughs> About um, the singing, um, I, I'm I'm sort of learning some of the lyrics. Uh, I won't repeat them on here, but I'm I just I love it. <laughs> it's so naughty. <laughs> You'll be leading it before long. You'll be out the front with a speakerphone and like a little step leading. That'll be the next thing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> So, I mean, we're obviously, um, um, your, your better half is quite private, so we're, we're leaving him out of this, but well done, that man, for, yeah. for dragging you along this rabbit hole of, <laughs> of red and white um, uh, Ryan Reynolds and Rob McCallany chaos, which has kind of engulfed the club. Um, yeah. what, have you, what have you made of that? Because you've, you've come in to supporting a club that, Touchwood is in the ascendancy both off and on the pitch. So if you if you're going to start supporting a club, <laughs> a one, yeah. division, it might as well be this one. Um, so have, have you kind of caught up on all that? And, and what? I'm kind of I'm across it, but you know what? There's always that worry, isn't there? That you um, Hollywood gets involved and it takes it rips out what the club is all about, and it takes away from you know like people like you guys, my husband, who who are sort of lifelong supporters. And what what you don't want is for sort of the glitz and glamour and the and the lights to suddenly like overshine what Wrexham is all about. And I think what Wrexham is all about is um, 
the fans, you know, the fans who've supported it all these years, people like my husband who, you know, have been literally through thick and thin, who have been there at the low times, at lowest ebb, the supporters who bought the club, you know, you that that's the story of Wrexham. And, and in a sense, the sort of the Rob and Ryan is absolutely amazing, but you don't want that to sort of take away from what, what makes Wrexham and the Reds exactly what they are. And that's the fact that it's just, it is a family club. And, do you know, I think what's been brilliant is, you know, Rob and Ryan, you know, obviously have more money than the rest of us put together and and in a sense you, you know yes they could have gone out and got David Beckham and, and Gareth Bale these are the only footballers I know by the way but what, they haven't done that and they kept it sort of they kept true and I think that's really really important is that you know at the end of the day Wrexham it, it is what it is the Reds are the Reds and I think the minute there's that danger isn't there where you start kind of glitzing up Hollywooding it and and and, and then it takes it takes Wrexham out of it puts it into a different world and we don't want that. I think actually what makes Rapture so amazing is that it is what it is, but it's always nice to have that little bit of glitz and glamour out there, isn't it? You know, but it doesn't take away from what Rexham is. Very true. Very true. Ruth, um, what, what's your record like? So you've been to a few games now. How, how many wins? How many losses? Well, I'm like, I'm beginning to think, I'm, I'm kind of hoping that I'm a bit of a good omen. So we, I've had a uh, draw. I haven't been to one loss yet. So, Great, that's Barnett, good. We will we'll need that. That's very good. Yeah, Barnet, we won. Yeovil, we yeah. won. I home game Wrexham, we drew. So so far, touch wood. But I, I'm I'm thinking it's the it's the merch. <laughs> I was going to say, well, we should say for the for the benefit of our listeners that you're wearing a brand new TikTok jersey, and that was a baseball cap. Were they were they uh, Christmas presents or and the gin as well? Mm-hmm. And the gin. The hang camera. on, hang on, hang on. It gets better. <laughs> oh, there's the hand gel. <laughs> and, and and look like every sad person. Average. Oh, yeah, we've all and got then, one of them. And then it doesn't end there. <laughs> really, and, then, and then and then and then and then. The bath towel. Wow. <laughs> wow. You are without, you are without our, our most prepared podcast interviewee. <laughs> so to anyone who thinks I'm, I'm, I'm not in this for the long haul, let me tell you, I am. That I am now signed up for life. And <laughs> really that happy. bath towel will last 10 years. <laughs> Easily. It? Yeah. It's, it's, it's a whopper. <laughs> I'd, I'd wash it on its own for the first though I think those colours are going to run <laughs> Do you know what I'm so terrified about though Is that the husband has got literally every kit Every every t-shirt jumper you name it And, and in fact bought me one when we got married last year oh, wow. um, yeah. right now, I am so terrified of shrinking the damn things In the tumble dryer Because I'm, I'm, that's what I do I wash and I tumble dry And I'm really really worried about shrinking it So if anyone's got any tips on how not to shrink these t-shirts That would be really really helpful Hand wash. To be honest, you can't do any worse than what my mum did 10, 10 years ago. Mickey Thomas got me a signed Wrexham shirt. Yeah. So all the players on in, um, it, it was a black one. Remember the black one we had? But it was a black one yeah. with um, with uh, silver silver autographs. And my mum thought, this is a bit dirty. What you got no! all over this? And she washed it. <laughs> no. I used to uh, mums, we mean well. We really do. <laughs> um, last question from me. What yeah. was the? I mean, you, a couple of you've, you've sent some of the matches you've been to. Some some good sort of uh, wins there, and some good goals. I seem to remember. What was the one moment that you that you sort of thought, yeah, I've got this. Yeah, this this I understand. Well, I I I, I don't. I, I <laughs> it took uh, an evening in the pub afterwards with a husband to explain the offside rule because I tell you what. The minute you get the offside rule, it changes football completely. 
I just <laughs> like one goal at one end, one at the other, and then you know what happens in between is just you know good luck. It's like a free fall, but it's not. So who to be a linesman? Let me tell you, is just my worst nightmare. Um, but it's I kind of think it's for me because I'm not a football expert, and I will say that hand on heart, I'm not a football expert. But what I am is an expert at people watching. And so just to watch the crowd, and okay, so the away, the away fans, I mean, you know, Yeovil, there were like eight, over 800 of us. I mean, that in itself is pretty epic, isn't it? You know, 800 plus people got in the car, the bus, the coach, whatever, and traveled to watch their team. Um, and, and when they're watching it, you, you know, you go in and, you know, you get the singing, the chanting, and, and okay, some of the, I'm, I'm kind of learning some of the terminology and the, and the, yeah, we'll, we'll leave that family show and all that. But, you know, it's just the whole thing. It's not, in a sense, it's about the game. For me, it's the people and it's the fans and it's the support and it's the way that, you know, people that, that, that are supporting the players on the pitch and I'm learning the names and obviously got a new signing and, and he unfortunately stole my thunder and signed it on the same day. He's, what is it, £300,000? Can I just say, I'd do it for that as well. <laughs> I would play for Wrexham for that. In fact, I'd play for an awful lot less anyway. But it's it's for me, it's just the whole thing. It's the family of Wrexham and it's the fans and it's the support. And I just think I think it's amazing. I really do. And I'm so do you know what I'm so proud. I'm so honoured to be here talking to you. I really am. It's just so lovely. Um so yeah, I'm part of the family now and uh, yeah, I'm in it for the long haul. So um I'll be on many more terraces. So if anybody does see me and, and hats off to you, if you do actually recognise me underneath all the garb that I wear, which is an awful lot because I hate the cold, please come and talk to me. <laughs> You'll be inundated now. You'll be inundated. Brilliant. <laughs> yeah, so what, did you say you've been to one of the home games so far, so you kind of had an experience of, of the race course ground. And, and yeah, I think it was it was Weymouth. That was the last right. home game we went to. Yeah, so it wasn't, wasn't a million miles away. Yeah. So you haven't you haven't? I was going to say you haven't seen Ryan and Rob yet because um, I, there's something there's definitely something in what you say because my partner she's been with me for years now, never been able to take her to a Wrexham game, not interested. And then this season suddenly is a bit of interest. And actually she had an unbelievable <laughs> record because she went, she came with me to Maidenhead, which is obviously where Rob and Ryan turned up unexpectedly. And uh, that was her first game. And they were what, how far away from this, Andy? About 200 yards? No, less than that. Oh, but they started off 200 yards, but I think by the end of that half, we were about five yards away from them. <laughs> I know, we were just getting closer and closer. Are, are you trying to say that the, the female following of Wrexham has maybe kind of shot up in the last few? I <laughs> wouldn't dare to say anything like that. However, I do, I do think that inadvertently people have started coming, perhaps, and my partner's definitely one of those, and has actually gone... God, I really enjoyed that. Like, I actually enjoyed the buzz. I really enjoyed when we scored that goal. Like, she absolutely loved it. We've been to a couple since, you know, and she kind of gets it now, where she, I don't think she ever got why I liked going to watch Wrexham before. Well, I've kind of, I, I should say, I mean, I've obviously been following Wrexham uh, long before Rob and Ryan got involved. Um, yeah, Sarah's a plastic. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm not a lightweight on that one. I'm with Wrexham all the way, but I, I, it's just, you, you can't deny it is a touch of magic, isn't it? I mean, how many football clubs can say that they've got that? You know, on top of everything else that Wrexham's got, they've now got this kind of like Hollywood bit of 
stardust you know? and, and and like like we were saying earlier you know it's that it's that balance isn't it is that the stardust hasn't sort of overtaken what wrexham is at heart and, but if you can get more people interested talking about wrexham and let's face it everyone's talking about wrexham you know on, on, a, on a global footing now I'm, i love some of the the stuff on social media the the kind of the interest even in, in the welsh language you know it's just great isn't it and you know how can that ever be a bad thing was there any any particular football leanings prior to Wrexham? Because I noticed you would be born near Brighton Way. We've got a bit of a, an affiliation with Brighton going back a while. For them. Don't ever say that. Don't ever say that. My yeah. parents, so my mum and dad say we, they were just passing through. So I've lived in Wales all my life. Um, that, that's just a, a bit of paper. It's hard, isn't it? Because I, I live outside of Cardiff, not not a million miles. So I, should you have an allegiance to Cardiff? It, for me, it's 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 not about geography I mean like my dad is in Northern my dad's Sheffield and, and Sheffield Wednesday is his big 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 love I don't know if is that swearing on this kind of I think I don't know I don't know where Sheffield Wednesday are and what they're doing now but I think for us you know, like I mean, rugby was very much in school here you know you, the guys play rugby I played hockey and so so for me I don't think there's one particular team but I, I think now because I've married this amazing man and I'm part of this amazing family so I think for me Wrexham's where it's at and like I said I'm here for the long haul. Have you been well versed in the rivalry with a <laughs> Cheshire City? Mm, I've heard rumblings yeah yeah and I'm not going to enter into any of that and I don't know are you allowed to be impartial when it comes to these things but well, I don't know maybe for the when it comes to Chester yeah you are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They got good shops there. I'll say that. <laughs> There's a few. There's a few. And free parking. <laughs> There's plenty of free parking in, in <laughs> Formation Football Club's car park because they don't get get that many. <laughs> yeah. No. I'm. I um. Do you know what? Each to their own, and 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 my own is 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 here. It's Wrexham. So yeah. I know you said that you you you're by no means a a football expert, but is there any 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 particular sort of player that's caught your eye at the moment and what you've seen is anything that I didn't, oh. I didn't want to put you on the spot I'm just no, wondering you just totally totally put me on the spot is, is there a note being slid across the right, hang on hang on one second so you can't see him. my husband is sitting right next to me. right who's my favorite player Ben who Pondicelli. Oh, <laughs> Did you hear that? <laughs> oh, wow. Well, you and Andy are going to get on like a house on fire because uh, Andy's yeah. obsessed with Ponticelli. John's got. Uh, a... I wouldn't say I'm obsessed, but uh, yeah, <laughs> I am a little bit. You've got a poster on your ceiling when you wake up. Is the first thing. <laughs> do, do I sound like I know what I'm talking about here? Definitely. I think you do, no, yeah. you, you you like you like hard work. You like effort, and Ponticelli epitomizes hard work and effort. He 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 ran his socks off. I'll say that. He did. You know? He's got cracking hair now as well. He looks better with long hair. Bless it's all about the hair. Ruth, can we just ask uh, who your husband's favourite player is? Hang on a minute. Mullen. No, yeah. uh, he's a Mullen. Ah, of course. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Textbook. Oh, the Textbook. Hollywood. He wants the Hollywood factor. Oh, hang on, he's saying Gary Bennett. Gary Bennett. Uh, great yeah. yeah, I don't think you'll find anybody that can disagree with that. Oh, there we go. So does that mean we're, we're allowed? We're okay. <laughs> It's all good. There's, there's some very, very good, good names to be thrown around there. So we'll, I think we'll have that all day long. Excellent. <laughs> looking forward. Do you have Do you have a game coming up, or are you are, are you looking to go to another game soon? Yeah, I think the next one is um, Torquay. We've already got tickets for that. 
got a nice pub booked as well, haven't we? Because that's the deal. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, so we'll be at the Torquay game. Um, so really, really, I will see you there. Brilliant. I'll be, I'll be the one with about 400 layers on and yeah, you, you probably won't miss me, but yeah, please. It's just so lovely. And I'm so, you know, just so glad to be here and part of it. It's just amazing. I know, I, I know you mentioned before about, about the sort of the family uh, orientated aspect of the club and, and, and it's very much, uh, not, not an us versus them, but it's very much a case of people, people further down the, um, down the sort of league structure who follow a club of that ilk. There seems to be a, a huge sense of community surrounding it and so on and so forth. And just alluded to that, what you said about, I think it's kind of important that that more, we get more female fans, because I've, I've definitely noticed it, irrespective of whether it's the Rob and Ryan effect or not, I just think it's important to have, um, I definitely noticed it last night, you know, because it, yeah. it, it's, it's always been a very male-dominated sport from, from a fan point of view. But it's nice to, to see more and more women and girls come into the games and, and hopefully they're here for the long haul. I, do you know what? I think it's, it's just, it's, it's, it's a tradition, isn't it? Right, it's very nation, nature, you know, football on a Saturday. It was, it was fathers taking their sons and granddads and, you know, that's the way it was. It was, it was a very different world back then. But I think, you know, we've got, we've got the we've got, you know, we've got ladies team. We've got, why shouldn't it be more open? Why shouldn't I be there? Why shouldn't you all girlfriends wives daughters be there it's you know and, and there's no i think to you know i would say to anyone who might have been worried you know we've all seen football we've seen riots we've seen supporters we've seen troubles you know we, we've seen the bad stuff but we might not have seen the good stuff and what i saw what i have seen and each and every game that i've been to is just a family feeling um you know you've got Kiddie, little kiddies all the way up to sort of grandparents and they're, and they're all there together and everyone's there with a common a common a common goal for lack of a better phrase and that and that goal is to support the team and each other you're so lucky to come in to the to the club at this particular moment in time yeah yeah and i'm highly aware it's not always been this fantastic I've, yeah, I've, there's, there's, there's all <laughs> here looking a little bit grizzled and then there's you looking very fresh faced that so you can tell that the, the ones on this on this part who have been watching them yeah. <laughs> I, I i am married to someone who I, I like i said has been well he's what at four, lifelong supporter 40 plus years and and even I've said to him in the past, obviously in the world pre Robin Ryan, and you know, you know, what on earth are you doing? Because I hadn't realised how. I, I think as a diehard fan, a supporter, lifelong, you are so so involved in it. And I've seen him literally on the verge, you know, crying tears when Rex and Butler, And actually, there's that kind of like, oh, oh well, there's always next week. There's always the next game, isn't there? But uh, yeah, I, I fully get that it's not always been so rosy. But for those people like you guys, like, like my husband, who've stuck with it, that's what it's all about. You know, you don't switch allegiances just because, you know, you lost that week. You're in it for, if you're a supporter, then I think you're kind of a supporter for life, aren't you? It's the highs and the lows. Definitely. It's like the weather. <laughs> I tell you, it doesn't always. It's not always sunny. <laughs> no, it is at the moment for us. But yeah, it, it's yeah, absolutely. yeah. But you know, there there are always clouds and it always rains. But it doesn't matter. You know, you, I think you're just gonna. It's like life is. It's funny like that, isn't it? We've, we've all had. We've all been through stuff. But yeah. <laughs> it makes us stronger, doesn't it? The the weather matters a lot less when you get higher up the league because the ground yeah and especially when you've got those whacking great big floodlights <laughs> <laughs> <They're quite laughs> you need sunshine when you've got floodlights like yours 
Yeah, rather, rather grand, though, Slug, that it has to be. Hey, my pick. Yeah. <laughs> You've definitely been well versed in this. Well done. <laughs> well, like, prepped. What, been... what, what a note to end on Wrexham's massive floodlights. Yeah, well versed. <laughs> now, there's a thing. <laughs> it's just nice to to sort of see and hear um, the experiences of a, a newish fan because, like you said, it, irrespective of, of whether the takeover happens or not, I think it's always nice when when you have that uh, buy-in, emotional pull with it with a team, even even from you know two hundred odd miles away. For, at, at the moment, you know it still it still pulls you in. It still dr- draws you from afar. You're so right in, in what you say. It's it's it, 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 Tim. It's it's not jo- it, it's bigger than sort of supporting your local team. I mean, I you know obviously I get your local team, but actually, sort of boundaries have gone. Geography doesn't matter anymore. Um, I think if you love something and you care about it. It's like everything in life, isn't it? Then you, you're going to follow it through. And, you know, the fact that I maybe don't necessarily live that close, I'm a couple of hundred miles away, doesn't take away from the fact that I really care about how this team and the supporters do. You know, it's it, it, it's different now. And, you know, I think the world is a much smaller, smaller place. We can all get in the car, get on the coach, get on the train. We can all watch it on the internet. And we can all get involved. Um and, and that, that's, I, I think it's a really good thing. And it, it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter that I wasn't born and bred in Wrexham. It really doesn't. I, I just genuinely think that I, I found something that, you know, I can, I can support my husband. I can, I can join in. And I can feel as, every bit as passionate about it as, as you guys do. And, okay, I know I'm a newbie, um, but... I can say right here, right now, I, I totally get it. And, you know, I'm, I'm not going anywhere. So, so yeah, I, I'm, a, I'm a signed up, fully signed up, red for life now. <laughs> More than welcome. Just touching on your day job briefly. Mm. When the map is up and there's, various, <laughs> and there's various place names, you know where I'm going with this, don't you? I do, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and there's various place names. Do, 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 do you, as a, a meteorologist, get to pick what those place names are shown on the map? I'm just wondering if there's going to be a sudden, um, you know, consistent name dropping up on that map. Can I just say that Wrexham is on the map every single day? Okay, so so the way we do it is, uh, obviously, I would love to change the, the names and, I, I, you know, people email, write in every day saying, can you put, you know, can you, can you, can you put so-and-so on the map? The problem is you do it for one, then you've got to do it for everybody. And I don't like offending people and actually time-wise and changing back, it's, it's, there's so much to do. So what we've done is sort of strategically place sort of places on the map. So you've got Wrexham, Aberystwyth, Carmarthen, Cardiff. So we've got sort of notable places, people that, places that people will recognise. So yeah, so Wrexham's on the map every single day. I'm rightly so. Thanks to Ruth for that chat. Great to have Ruth on board. Um, But as she said, she's actually been on board for a few seasons now. Let's hope that she brings some good luck our way. Now, listeners, last week will know that we have a new feature where we ask fans to tell us about their favourite moments being a Wrexham fan and ask us and answer uh, a number of questions about their time following Wrexham. We have now christened that feature OnlyFans. With a Z. With a Z, just in case. Why? I mean, what if we call it with an S? So there wouldn't be any problems, would there? Legal reasons. It's just a just the name of a nice feature. Uh, on, you don't on, want it to appear on your bill, on your bank bill, do you? 
on a footnote to that, on to that, I have to say that John Davis, who who was the first only fans last week, um, it was his it was his idea to to do this. He, and he apparently he's been whinging to his wife, who I, who I work with. Oh, Tim didn't give me credit on the pod last week that I gave him that idea. So John, you running moaning bastard. You've now got your credit. So, yeah, there you go. John's idea. Well done, John OnlyFans Thomas. That's what we're calling you now. Was it Thomas? No, it was Davis. <laughs> well done, John OnlyFans Davis. John Thomas is, is slang for something else, isn't it? Yeah, on OnlyFans. <laughs> right, let's, let's move on from this before I have to do some serious editing. Um, this week, we've got Harry Thomas from Ruabon who I believe is 37, and here he is answering some questions about his time as a Wrexham fan. I first started watching Wrexham in 97. I was a massive Man United fan going into that season. So I went to the, my first game was a 4-3 against Blackpool when we were 3-0 up and lost 4-3. I got hooked in by the atmosphere, and by the end of it, that was it. I was, I've been a season ticket holder ever since, and I've hated, absolutely hated... Man United since then. Um, you can't beat a live atmosphere. Better than sit on TV. Eh, uh, sitting at home, sorry. Watching on TV any day of the week. Right, my favourite away day and why. Um, I don't have a favourite in particular. I just love local-ish games. Halifax, Notts County, Tamworth, etc. You know, those where we, we take thousands. We create brilliant atmospheres. We take over the towns. In some instances, a few beers, it's not too far. You're with your mates, loads of us there. It's just brilliant. Halifax this season, the away game, however, that was my eldest lad's first Tuesday night under the lights away. That was special. Me, him, a few of my mates, away game, thousands of us there. A win, he loved it. I loved it. My worst moment supporting Wrexham. Oh, God, that's got to be a tie between relegation and that playoff final defeat against Newport. Going down is one thing. Being stuck here for, what, 14 years is another. But that playoff final, Christ, I can still see Brett Armourod skying that shot now from five, six yards out. That feeling is just heartbreaking, gut-wrenching feeling of missing out, especially to Newport. Um, My best shirt, well, stupidly... I bought every home and away shirt from 97 up until I think the 2013 Adidas shirt and then sold them all. I kept one or two pretty much, but sold the rest, which I really, really regret now. So of the ones I've got left, I bought, I, I bought the, uh, the Macron, the black Wrexham Lager pre-season shirt a few years ago. So that's going to be my favourite shirt of those I've got left. Other than that, any from the early 90s to mid 90s they're just things of beauty now aren't they it's got to have rex and lager on it they're just just gorgeous gorgeous um if i was stuck on a desert island with any rex and player who would it be and why this was a hard one um but i'm probably going to say lee trundle i imagine some of his stories and the personality that he is he'd be a real character um, and in that situation, I think you're going to need a character, aren't you? Someone to get you through however long you're going to be stuck on that island for. My funniest Wrexham story, I think, well, 
funny to some, maybe not others, <laughs> but it would be Luton away when we were three nil down and one four three, simply because at three nil down, obviously you know the left hand side of Luton's stadium from the away end is all executive boxes, so at three nil the lads in the box nearest us were giving it the big one, three one, yeah still going three two, bit quiet three three, these lads have shut up, at four three. Me and Rob were sat towards the back when hurtling forward down those steps, face first. Rob broke his glasses, ripped his joggers that he was wearing. We were only young at the time as well. Um, and I went with him. Anyway, I got up, was straight over the, that netting into the corner to try and give these lads the big one back. You know, mouthy little sod that I was. Um, bit of banter back and forth, but... That's probably my funniest um, story. What's higher, Bez from the Happy Mondays or the Kairas Floodlights? I've no idea who Bez is. Not a clue. Not a Scooby-Doo. So it's going to have to be um, the, the, the Kairas Floodlights. Thank you very much to Harry for sending that in. It's much appreciated. Um, if you want to get involved, please send us an email, fearlessindevotion at gmail.com or uh, message the Twitter account. And I'm sure Tim will sort that out for us right predictions Andrew do you have the scores on the doors with you uh, sort of right let, let's look the, I've got it in a notebook but I've mislaid the notebook in the big house move but this is what I think it is Reese, you went one each on for Grimsby and three one for Maidenheads you get nil point disaster Liam you went for a win against Grimsby but not one nil and then you went for a one all draw so you've got seven points come on oh my god I heroically got one nil against Grimsby uh, but went for a 3-1 win against Maidenhead so I've got five points Tim you went for two victories didn't get any of the scores right so you've only got two points phew right what have we got this week so we got just got Torquay away haven't we yeah I think you're right yeah. Uh, so I'm going, and I'm going to go first, and I'm I reckon we're going to eke out a two-one victory. Tim. Oh, flipping heck! I'm going to go for a one-nil win to Wrexham. Ooh, Liam. I think we're better away from home. And I think we're going to score a massive three goals, 3-1 win to Exxon. And Reese, how much are Torquay going to win by? Gordon Bennett. No, I think, I agree with, we score a lot of goals away. And every away game I've been to, we've scored at least two this season. So I'm going to go with a two-all, two-all draw. All right. Absolutely. Right, are you going, Reese? What? Are you going to Torquay? I'm not going to Torquay. I'm, I'm, I'm booking a table at the Fat Board to watch the rugby, Andy, aren't you? Uh, yeah, yeah, I'll meet you there. All right, great. Thank you very much. And thank you all for listening. We really appreciate it. Uh, email in if you've got any ideas, uh, because we're out of them. Uh, and <laughs> <laughs> or send us a message on Twitter, and uh, we'll speak to you soon. Cheers. Bye, everyone. Cheers. See you.